Hello everyone. Um, this morning we are looking especially at 1 John chapter 3 verses 1 to 7. So, who are you like? Let's think about family likenesses. One of my childhood memories is of hearing adults say, oh isn't she like her mother? Sometimes it was to do with looks, sometimes with behaviour. I know my interest in history was certainly caught from my mother, while my dad's love of photography fed my own enjoyment of drawing and of things artistic in general. We know that such family similarities may sometimes be genetic, but can also come from observation. If you've, um, if you've ever spent time with small children, you may have been taken aback by echoes of your own mannerisms, your tone of voice or much used words. It can be quite disconcerting. So let's think about being God's children. St John, in the very first verse of our reading today, reminds us that we are much-loved children of God. Now, for some, the idea of God as Father may perhaps be a difficult one. Not all have had a good experience of having a human father. We have friends who've spent many years as foster carers for small children whose birth parents have been um, unable to care for them. For some of those children, more permanence is needed. In time, therefore, when the right adoptive home is found for the longer term, the little one can begin to move towards being part of what will hopefully be their forever family. Their forever family. I love that expression. And it reminds me that St Paul has quite a bit to say about how we are God's adopted children. Um, for example, you might like to have a look at Romans chapter 8, verse 15. Whatever our experience of human family may have been, the Bible helps us begin to picture God as the very best father we can imagine, one who lavishes his love upon his children and brings us into his forever family. Later, we'll think about the fruit of the Spirit in the lives of Jesus' people, and it follows that these very fruits are also characteristics of God our Father. So, for instance, it follows that God is kind, God is patient, God is good, God is gentle, God is faithful, and so on, all of which can help inform us about the nature of God our Father. Similarly, it can be helpful to read 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 to 7. For this too serves as a description of what God is like, as well as what his children can become with the help of the Holy Spirit. So, let's move on to thinking about becoming like our Heavenly Father. We're reading in John's first letter um, about how Jesus' followers begin to take on the likeness of God our Father. This is not arrogance, but simply an expectation that over time, God's children begin to be like him. In 1 John 3 verse 1 we read, How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called God's children. What a breathtaking statement. And yet, John goes on to talk about the implications of this, about the changes that begin to happen in the lives of Jesus' people, so that 
we begin to bear something of the family likeness of God our Father. I think it's often easier to see this in other people than in, in ourselves. John speaks of a people who are certainly not perfect, but are uncomfortable with a lifestyle of habitual sin. People who are a work in progress, but who know that one day, when he appears, that's when Jesus appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. This change often happens in small, incremental ways. I once read about a man who had recently become a Christian, but found it really difficult to stop swearing. It was such an ingrained habit. He spoke with his pastor about this. He asked the man when this issue had started to bother him and was told it was after giving his life to Jesus. And did it ever bother, uh, bother him before that? No, said the man previously, he'd never given it a second thought. The pastor pa pointed out that a big change in his life had therefore already happened. He no longer wanted to be a man given to swearing, and this was the beginning of change. The Holy Spirit was already at work in his life, changing his attitudes. We may stumble sometimes, and we most certainly would not want to claim to be perfect, but we may find that we're uncomfortable with habitual sinning. We are uncomfortable with habitual sinning and rebelling against God. Like it says in verse 6, no one who lives in him keeps on sinning. And then we know from scripture that the Holy Spirit is sent to help us. We're not on our own in all of this. This family likeness is also so much more than avoiding sinfulness. It's more than not doing things that grieve God. We also read here about the overwhelming generosity of the God of Jesus. We noted earlier, right at the start of chapter 3, we find these glorious words, how great is the love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. That word lavished speaks of the enormity of God's love, poured out in abundance. This generosity of spirit will also characterise God's children and will overflow both to others who are Jesus' people and beyond the church into the community around us. Our own efforts to live like this may be woefully inadequate. I know that's the case in my own life. But just as Jesus promised, God's Holy Spirit comes alongside to help. Have a look at, uh, sorry, have a look at Luke chapter 24 verse 49. As we welcome Jesus into our lives, the fruit of his spirit can begin to grow. The fruit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. We find these in Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. We are still a work in progress, but the Holy Spirit is our helper. One day, his work in us will be complete. And when the Lord Jesus returns, 
we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus.